I think we can start now. So hey everyone again and welcome to Alpha Ventures DAO uh, AMA session. So today we'll be talking about how Oasis brings Sapphire, the first and only confidential EVM for WebD that basically uh, allows builds to build DApps with privacy, speed, and scalability. And so today uh, we're with William, Ecosystem Growth Manager of Oasis Network and Merit Community Manager of Oasis. And also we have here Kartik, our Program Manager at Alpha Incubate. So, hey guys, how are you all doing? Doing great, and thanks again for having us on. We're really excited to uh, be here and share a little bit about Oasis, Sapphire, the Keep the Confidential Hackathon, and all the great things we have going on. That's great. Um, so, uh, I guess let's start with like a quick introduction to what uh, Oasis is and basically what's the vision and mission of Oasis. Uh, Meredith, maybe you could help us walk through that. Sure, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Uh, so I know there is probably some, I see some of our community members here in the audience. A lot of you uh, may be familiar with the Oasis Network, but for those of you who aren't, we are the first privacy-enabled blockchain platform that's aiming to build a responsible data economy. And how do we do that? Um, Oasis combines high throughput and a secure architecture, uh, which powers a private and scalable Web3. Our goal is to revolutionize sectors like DeFi, NFTs, gaming, decentralized identity, uh, social applications, and we also want to work new sectors in the future um, by leveraging Oasis's novel privacy-focused technology. That's great. Sounds amazing. So um, thanks for the introduction. So uh, to those uh, listeners who are new to Alpha Venture DAO as well, um, maybe uh, allow me to give you some background so, to what we do. So also Alpha Venture DAO, uh, we are made of two parts, which is Alpha Build and Alpha Incubate. And we build and incubate Web3 innovation in order to become like a massive ecosystem of dApps. So for Build Arm, we build like Web3 products such as uh, Homera, our lending and yield leverage yield farming protocol, and also our newest project called SAP uh, for NFT, uh, for artists who success successfully launch uh, their NFT collection. So, um, so Kardik, as a program manager at Alpha, Incubate, can you share us a bit more about the program and what Alpha Incubate is? Yeah, definitely. First of all, glad to be collaborating with Oasis on this, uh, helping push out the work for the hackathon. Really excited for this. Um, and uh, yeah, as mentioned, so two different arms, right? Build and Incubate. So I'm basically looking after the incubation arm. And with the incubation arm, the idea is to actually like uh, uh, how we envision this is in the long term, like in three to five years from now, we want like a lot of the top projects coming out of the of Alpha Venture DAO one and definitely out of the incubation arm itself. So uh, how how we run this is basically it's a three months program. We have uh, weekly masterclasses every week on different topics. We have intensive mentorship session with the uh, different mentors from Alpha Network, which we pair up with the projects. And then definitely there are some like ad hoc fireside chats from eminent people in the space. And in the end, we help the projects to raise uh, funds who are looking to uh, through the Devo Day where we invite a network of tier one VC investors. Um, so how this is very different from other programs is uh, the when I say the mentorship program, that's like something very unique to us and it's very uh, uh, customized to the needs of the pro uh, project that we incubate. So for every project, we identify the North Stars that they're looking to achieve throughout the program. And uh, then we pair them up with like three different mentors from Alpha Network. And this program, although the incubation program itself ends after three months, the mentorship continues for like six to nine months. So this helps to like, this actually helps the projects to achieve the things they wanted to in the incubation program. Um, yeah, I think I leave it at this right now. Uh, also the applications are currently open until November 27. So if any of the people uh, in the audience uh, want to check it out, do feel free to check it out. 
Yeah, thanks, uh, Cardi, for the introduction. So, yeah, you can check out our uh, website, alphaventure.incubate, uh, for more information on this as well. So, um, now passing back to the OSS team. Uh, so, you guys are currently organizing the Sapphire Hackathon where builders can build their first ever smart contracts and dApps and solidly and win prizes. So, uh, Will, can you share us a bit about what Sapphire is and why builders should build on Sapphire, OSS Sapphire? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, as you as you mentioned earlier, Sapphire is the the first and only um, EVM, so confidential smart contracts. So that begs the question: What is a confidential smart contract? Um, essentially, they're you know exactly as any other con smart contracts you would use in in Web three. Um, you know they function exactly the same, um, with the added benefit that now developers can build uh, DApps which hide aspects of state. And I think the best way to show what that means is to give an example. So one example of that would be to build, to be to build something like a completely confidential DEX. Um, this would hide all the inputs, the outputs, and everything that goes into the DEX so that you have um, no way to um, view any of the transaction data. Um, but perhaps like that's not ideal. Perhaps um, for, for one reason or another, you want to view the transactions. You want to see all tokens that are transferred. Um, so maybe you just build um, a, a DEX which hides um, specific parameters. Um, so, for example, you could hide specific parameters to create a MEV resistant DEX. Um, you would just have to hide like the slippage as well as like the order book. And in this way, um, bots and people viewing um, the blockchain couldn't see um, the necessary data to perform like a, um, a front-running like sandwich attack and arbitrage that. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's like a great way to just show the example to exemplify the flexibility of Sapphire. Um, you can build dApps that are completely public, uh, completely confidential, and the entire spectrum in between. Uh, so in terms of like why build on Sapphire, I think the, the real that we have is, you know, there's really no reason not to build. You can build anything that you would already build on any other EVM, um, but now you also have the added um, benefits that you can, uh, and, and flexibility that you can get from the, the confidential aspects. And, and then also, you know, it's also extremely high throughput with low gas fees. So it, it's um, a pretty competitive network with any of the other EVMs. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, I mean, this could really bring a new generation of like dApps and really good opportunity for builders to bring a new innovation to space. So what kinds of projects do you wish to see in this hackathon? Um, Meredith, I'll pass this on to you. Sure. Um, and actually, one of uh, that's a great question. Um, that Will just touched on one of them. But uh, through conversations within our community, just general research our community has done, we have uh, seen a demand for many different use cases for privacy in Web3. Um, and so we're interested to see and keep the confidential hackathon anything, any type of project that leverages Sapphire's uh, confidentiality features. So um, like Will said, you know, having this confidential DEX is something that I think a lot of people uh, would really love to see. And then uh, there's a the use case for gaming. So privacy and uh, gaming in particular, there's tons of value to be added to Web3 uh, by incorporating confidentiality uh, because most, most Web2 games do have some privacy components. So um, the way that, you know, gaming in Web3 uh, currently exists is that there's usually some uh, or the majority of game logic or effects of the game that uh, have to be off-chain um, because there are certain um, things that need to be confidential, which is impossible until Sapphire. So, um, yeah, we hope to see uh, some projects submitting mini-games, which would need privacy in some way. There's also um, the, the use case for NFTs. Um, there is probably uh, some people who have experienced uh, unfair NFT mints and NFT sales 
Um, and with Sapphire, you would be able to create uh, more fair minting and auction mechanism for NFT sales. Um, we'd also like to see decentralized identity projects. Um, and basically, you know, this is not this is not a complete list. There's a lot of different interesting switch can be built using uh, confidentiality. We just recently ran a community competition that was called Community Concepts, where people submitted uh, different ideas they have about what what types of conceptual projects they would like to see, um, you know, using confidentiality. And there was uh, one project that was submitted that was called SSNV2, which was focused on basically reworking um, uh, social security numbers uh, to, you know, incorporate Sapphire. So uh, there's a lot of different use cases that we would love to see in the community, would love to see. So we're really excited to see what everyone comes up with. Wow, that sounds very exciting. Uh, so um, I think that's very helpful to builders listening as well. So you guys now know what uh, kind of uh, projects to prepare. So Karthik, how does uh, Alpha Venture DAO plan to support this hackathon? Yeah, that's a very good question. So uh, we have actually like seen a lot of projects coming out of the Oasis ecosystem in the past as well. And we are super excited for this ecosystem. Um, so definitely for us, uh, we want to contribute to this as much as possible from our end. Uh, I would say like uh, uh, starting with the basic, definitely since we know the hackathon is like uh, a huge thing and we expect a lot of good quality projects coming out of it. So definitely, first of all, we want to help spread the word as much as possible about the hackathon, about the OCD ecosystem in general. Uh, and definitely through this, uh, through our support, then we ultimately uh, want to improve the quality of projects building on Oasis. So this could be like uh, through officers from our own team, if any of the projects is interested to receive any feedback or be it even like uh, increasing funding opportunities for the projects uh, joining the hackathon. Uh, so we're happy to like make intros with the investors from our alpha network and then connect these projects with uh, either investors or mentors they are looking for, for any support that they need or any guidance that they need. Oh, thanks Hardy for that. So that's great. Um, so the incubation program that Alpha Incubate is doing in the Sapphire hackathon that OSIS is hosting are both extremely beneficial to the expansion of the Web3 uses. Like both programs really complement each other. So why should um, builders join this hackathon? Like what is it that makes this opportunity unique for builders? Yeah, I'm happy to answer that. Um, so I think, you know, the, the really uh, utility that comes from from joining the hackathon is that it presents a unique opportunity to be one of the uh, first builders that uh, is building a confidential smart contract, especially um, on an EVM as Sapphire is the first platform that can do that. Um, it's a fun way to learn and develop as well as potentially be rewarded for, for what you build. Um, so beyond just the, the hackathon competition and the rewards that you can get from winning the hackathon, um, products that submit to hackathon will also be considered to receive uh, potential uh, grants and ecosystem funding if they wish to, to continue building dApps um, on the on the Oasis uh, ecosystem. Um, even if you decide that you wish to build something different than what you uh, submitted to the hackathon, I think that the participation will serve as a great introduction to the network. Uh, what is po possible with confidential smart contracts um, and perhaps you know spark uh, a new idea uh, that will help revolutionize the, the Web3 space. Thanks, Will, for sharing. Um, that's very interesting. So, uh now, uh, Kardik, how, how about Alpha Incubate? What, what makes the program special? Yeah, so basically, specifically for this, uh, when we talk about the hackathon itself, right? And then how can Alpha Incubate come in and help these projects? So first of all, like the projects uh, joining the hackathon, like very early stage. And a lot of these projects uh, require support even after the hackathon. So that's where we can like uh, specifically come in and uh, 
uh, for the projects for the founders who are like really solid and looking to build a successful long term project they can actually like apply to the incubation program so it acts like a complete loop uh, you go through the hackathon you polish your ideas and everything you validate it and then ultimately you can also like go through an incubation program and since uh, we have like a lot of uh, uh believe in the oic ecosystem so we can even like fast track the applications of any of the startups that come out of the out of the hackathon so what makes arid unique and how do we like contribute uh contribute in unique different ways so first of all uh, uh as we have our own build arm so we basically we are not just another incubation program we serve as a build partner of these projects so in the past we have built projects uh, top 10 defi protocols uh for example homora was actually uh, at its peak we were doing like 1.8 billion plus tvl uh during the defi summer so we have experience building those sort of projects and then in this sense we have been able to develop a playbook and replicate that on different projects that we incubate secondly uh, uh as i mentioned in one of the questions earlier we have this huge set of mentors and we provide a lot of like bespoke advisory personal experience to the projects that we incubate so through the mentorship program where the projects can specifically uh, uh get paired with the mentors depending on the needs of the projects that's something which has proved to be very beneficial with the projects that we have worked in the past so it's not like uh, a standard program that everyone goes through but it's like very customized to everyone depending on uh, what are the nostrils they want to um then i would say another point uh, uh, is that we have uh, uh we have built our own community of like 100k plus strong members over twitter and discord so basically uh, the projects that come out of the oasis hackathon can also tap onto our community and then bootstrap their community from day one so they won't have to like go through the pains of building their community from like zero and lastly for all these projects fundraising is definitely a very crucial aspect in the past we all our projects have went on to raise from tier 1 vc funds like multicoin hash sequoia and they have like done like multi million rounds uh, so uh, definitely this is also one of the big strengths we have developed network that we have so the pro- uh, uh, this is something that we take very seriously and then the projects can actually like uh, get uh, get access to these investors like directly uh, and i would like to mention that for all the builders listening to, to the ama right now uh they are the lucky one as uh, uh we uh, I, i'll just be releasing a secret code so you can if anyone is interested you can like uh, go to the website uh, apply on the application form if whether be it, uh, for incubation or if you are just receiving to look for a feedback so you can put the secret code oasis xavd o a s i s x a v d uh and uh, fill it in the referral section in the application form and the first three projects that we, that apply will uh, Uh, uh provide them like one on one feedback on the projects uh, uh whether they qualified for the incubation or not but we'll be happy to like uh provide them direct feedback yeah thanks kartik that's a very good news from the offline create team so uh just to sum that up quickly uh basically there are three main things uh three main things that uh, alpha incubator offers and what makes the program unique is that they're they're not just a program but your build partner with their experience in building products uh, they'll have the know-how and the experience to assist um, all the incubators and personalized experience with that um and also incubators will be all able to uh, tap large community members to help boost your project so cool um so all of these program gram sounds very very exciting sorry so what do builders have to do if they want to join the sapphire hackathon yeah um i'm happy to take that one cardic i just uh i want to say i'm really excited that you guys are going to be um offering you know some some feedback on projects uh, that builders that are you know listening in uh would probably find super valuable. So if we happen to have any uh hackathon participants in the audience, I also encourage you to take advantage of uh this offer that Cardic has just uh, extended to you all. 
But to join the Keep It Confidential Hackathon, uh, the, the process is relatively simple. We did receive several questions from the community uh, over the course of the last month or so since the hackathon's been live about whether or not it was okay for projects to be back-end only. The answer to that is absolutely yes. Sapphire is still on testnet. This is a testnet hackathon, uh, so that's perfectly fine. So in order to submit your application, um, you'll just visit the Keep It Confidential Hackathon page. That's uh, www.oasisprotocol.org forward slash hackathon, or just uh, for navigation's sake, whenever you go to our um, our website, you'll uh, just click down under developers and you'll see Sapphire Hackathon. Click on that page. You'll find all this information there, but I'm also happy to go over it. Um, so for your application, you'll just need a short summary of your project, including a description of what it is and how you eventually want to evolve it. A link to the code repository for judging and testing. Of course, the code must be open sourced. Uh, provide smart contract deployment links and or video. So less than five minutes that shows your project um, and why you built it. The videos must be uploaded to YouTube, Vimeo, or a uh, similar site and made public. Um, if you are interested in finding a team, uh, then we can definitely help you out with that. There's also another button on that hackathon page that says find a team. We are providing matching um, and we still have several people who are interested in being matched. So feel free to fill that out. Also encourage you to um, to join our Discord. So in the Oasis Discord, we have a uh, channel called hackathon and then right below that there's find a team so you can find uh, conversations about the hackathon uh, relevant events and of course um, you know collaborate within that find a team channel if you're interested in just like throwing a message out there uh, to find someone to work with and there are lots of ways you can contribute to a hackathon project even if you're not a developer so if you're someone who's interested in marketing community management um, or you have some other uh, unique skill set I would definitely um, say that it's a unique experience to uh, join a hackathon and something that I recommend uh, everyone try out at once um, so yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, reach out on Discord. Our engineering team is super active there. They're happy to help with any questions that you might have. And uh, once again, I just want to reiterate that we're really excited to see what people will build. We, and as a uh, matter of fact, we've just extended the hackathon. So uh, there's still plenty of time for you to submit projects or to go ahead and deploy your project on, on um, Testnet. Hope that helps. Yeah. Thank you, Meredith, for walking over that. Um, so the hackathon application, I see that ha it has extended by a week. So it now closes on October 21st. And um, for Alpha Incubate, it closes on November 27th. So projects that apply for hackathon can also uh, join our incubation program to get uh, further mentorship and many other perks from the program. So uh, for new audience who's just joined, um, I'll just repeat for what... Um, mentioned earlier about the secret code so if you guys are interested in wanting feedback from the alpha team you guys can go to our website and uh, apply and in the referral section at the bottom of the form application form um, fill in the code oss xavd and the first three projects that submit application will receive uh feedbacks from our team and so um Kardik, uh now can you tell us about how what's the application process like for alpha incubate and and what uh, how, uh, how Alpha Incubate can help the project coming out of this hackathon? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the application process is, again, very simple, uh, similar to the Sapphire Hackathon. So we, uh, like people interested, can go on the website alphaventurado.io uh, and then check out the Alpha Incubate section on the website. We have a small application form, which first of all needs to be filled out. Uh, so uh, uh, founders can fill it in just like five to 10 minutes. It's a short form. It helps us to understand like uh, on the critical aspects of the project itself. 
some of the things that we uh, look at like hard requirements. So the startup should at least have an MVP and definitely coming out of the hackathon, a lot of these startups will be at that state. So in that sense, it completes uh, like that entire loop. Uh, and then for, for the evaluation process, how we go about this is we actually have like a very heavy due diligence process. We like to uh, uh, focus on like quality rather than quantity. So for every batch, we incubate a very small number of startups. Um, so some of the things I would emphasize that we look for in a startup are, first of all, the founders. And at this very early stage, I think the founder needs to be really solid. They need to have that long-term vision and should be in it for the for the longer, longer game. Um, and then definitely uh, after the team, uh, the second aspect is the product itself. Um, so they, uh, the projects need not necessarily have a product market fit at this stage, but they should at least have an understanding of what, what, why they are building this product, uh, uh, what are the gaps existing, why is there even need of this product, and then definitely uh, pivots and all that are expected throughout the journey. But at least the founder should have a solid sense of why this product is actually even needed in Web3. Because we have seen like a lot of people from Web2 are just trying to enter into Web3 just for the speed when there's no need for the business model to exist in Web3. Uh, so definitely that's a key thing that we look at that the business model, the product should actually make sense. Uh, and then uh, from a lot of the other things uh, that we look after, go-to-market strategy is also one of the crucial things. This is something that will be helping for the program as well. But this helps us to understand, this helps us to give a sneak peek into the founder's mindset. How are they actually thinking about this? And uh, uh, it could be, uh, it doesn't have to be like set, set in stone, but this definitely helps us to understand the founder mindset a lot. And it again ties back to the first point when I said founders is like one of the major focus uh, while, we, while we do our own due diligence. Um, yeah, so that's like a simple process. This is what we are looking for. Uh, and uh, definitely the program itself, as I mentioned in the in the starting as well, that uh, for a lot of these startups, uh, they can like get one-on-one -on -one direct advisory from the mentors. We can help them with the fundraising program, with the fundraising part from a demo day. Uh, and uh, uh, then for us, it's not just like about one batch, like the journey doesn't end there. We work with all, all our projects that we incubated uh, like one and a half years ago. We are working with all of them even now. Although half of them have launched their tokens, their mainnet, but there's still a lot of things that uh, 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 go even after launching a token or a mainnet, uh, that journey from one to hundred. So we are with the projects for the longer term. And that's what we expect from the projects that we shortlist as well, that they are in it for the long term. Yeah. Thank you, Karthik. That's very clear. Um, so now I want to talk a bit more about the future for Oasis. So uh, can you tell us, like, what's the current roadmap for Oasis and what's your vision for the future of Web3 with Oasis? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the remainder of the year is all about Sapphire. Um, after concluding the Keep It Confidential hackathon, we'll be looking to collect feedback and feature requests so we can improve the network and Sapphire onto mainnet soon after. We're also continuing to grow the ecosystem and educate the community through various activities. We have some exciting announcements coming up uh, that we want everyone to keep an eye out for. Um, so join our Discord, Reddit, other socials uh, to keep up with everything going on in Oasis Network. Um, other than Sapphire, uh, we'll also be um, working on a few other uh, areas from our roadmap. Um, you can view our roadmap on our Medium account. Uh, for Q3 and Q4, um, we'll be looking forward mostly to, uh, you know, getting Sapphire on mainnet though. So um, please do join us and ask us any questions that you have in Discord. Yeah, and as for, um, you know, the future of Web3, um, I think uh, most likely that the, the trends that will be popular in, in the next cycle um, will be the ones that, you know, solve the pain points 
of uh, that that, are, that currently exist in Web three today. I think this is what we saw um, in in the last cycle, and it's likely what we're going to see in this. So I view all these, you know, sort of in a biased lens due to the fact that like these are the problems that I'm thinking about on a daily basis. Some of them include like MEV, uh, decentralized identity, uh, NFT utility, um, like cross chain interoperability. Um, as well as like scaling for um, for, for the whole Web three ecosystem. So maybe like a brief overview of like my thoughts on all that. Um, for MEV, we, we sort of touched on it earlier, but I think it's like no secret that this has been you know a pain point for DeFi. Um, people front running your transactions and essentially costing you you know a percentage or two on every single trade before or every single transaction before you even do it um, is is not optimal, especially if you want to you know grow the, um, the you know, the, the community of Web3. And so I think um, that'll be like a any, any protocol that can figure out a way to solve that. Um, and as I mentioned, like Sapphire is, is a great opportunity to do that. We'll, we'll be able to have a major competitive advantage over uh, other other competitor uh, so that can't. Um, for decentralized identity, again, like I think this has been uh, a feature that's requested in Web3 for a long time and highly speculative, uh, but like has never really come to fruition. Um, and it's becoming even more popular with like things like uh, Vitalik's recent um, Soulbound token blog post. Um, so I think that when, when decentralized identity gets figured out, that'll be like present a lot of um, new opportunities for interesting dApps to be built. Um, some ideas there might be include like if you can post um, like credit scores to the blockchain, then you can now tap into like under collateralized lending based on credit score or even like variable variable interest rate lending uh, based on people's credit score. Um, again, like I think this has been pretty difficult to solve due to the fact that it's very hard to post um, this kind of data on chain and then also keep it private. Um, so you have to do a lot of it off chain. And that's like one of the really unique things about Sapphire is now you have a way to, to post uh, private data on chain and have it be interoperable with your dApps without anyone ever being able to see. Uh, for NFT utility, um, I think we saw a very large NFT wave um, that came through recently. Um, but I don't think that the the past will con- like the past uh, popular projects will that formula won't work in the future. I don't think you're going to be able to have JPEGs and, and just uh, artwork um, get like millions of dollars in revenue um, in the future. I think NFTs will have to um, have some form of form of utility. And so again, like. Uh, Oasis offers uh, confidential NFTs, which allows um, an NFT holder access to some confidential data that only they can view. And so that's just one way that, you know, you might be able to bring utility into Web3, whether that's through, um, I don't know, like tickets to sporting events or or something of that nature. Um, for cross-chain interoperability, I think this is a very interesting aspect that doesn't just affect it, like Oasis, but the whole Web3 ecosystem. Um Basically, you know, I think Abe has done some things where they allow like lending on one platform and borrowing on a, on, a, on another network. Um, so I think you'll see more DApps like that. In terms of Oasis, you know, some things that could think are interesting are like building uh, parts of your DApp uh, on on Sapphire and having like just the specific aspects that need confidentiality on Sapphire and have it be interoperable with your DApp on other chains. Something like that could be um, like confidential voting. So you could build your DAO so that the voting occurs on Sapphire and then, you know, sends a message back to the origin chain um, so that it, it can, you know, post the results of that vote. But in this way, you could then, yeah, have confidential voting, which um, might be important to some DAOs in the future um, or something. Another area might be like gaming, like you might have your larger components of your game on, on a different chain, but maybe you need some confidential aspects of your game 
And, and so you can post those on Sapphire and have them be interoperable with each other. I think that's going to be probably a, a big use case in Web3 going forward. And then, yeah, finally, finally like scaling. I think anytime that you can improve scaling, it's going to benefit Web3 as a whole. Um, so there have been like a lot of um, different approaches to scaling. One of the more recent ones has been like DAP chains. So uh, an entire network that's um, focused on, on one application or maybe just a few applications. Um, I think that, yeah, this has been popular with like things like Avalanche, um, maybe rollups on Ethereum. And I think that Paradigms on uh, Oasis uh, will also be like a, uh, a very competitive platform to build a uh, DAP chain if that's the route you want to go for scaling. So yeah, I think these are really cool and interesting ways that Web3 will trend in the future. And uh, yeah, I hope that Oasis is a large part of that. Thanks, Will. That was very insightful. So um, definitely a good opportunity uh, for builders to join this uh, hackathon and build um, using the first ever confidential EVM. So um, I want to ask you guys one last question before we move to the Q&A se session. So um, why is this a good time for builders to start building even in like this bear market? Um, we can start out with Cardiac for this one. Yeah, very good question. I think... Uh... I think like this is one of my favorite questions so far. Uh, so how I like to think about it is like uh, bid, bid and the dip. So we understand like during the bear market, like a lot of us uh, uh, lose track and then they lose that vision and then ultimately drop off, right? But this is actually like a very good thing. So the idea is that during the bear cycle, a lot of the projects will fade away, but we actually want that to happen for the cleansing of the overall space. So that's something like very good. And founders who are like focused head on building during this time, and crypto works in cycles, right? So for the founders who are just focused on head-on building, uh, we have seen it in the past also, like these are the ones who come out and succeed in the next bull cycle. Uh, and that that will happen this time as well. Nothing nothing will change on that front. Even for us at Alpha, we are just like focused head-on or building without without any, uh, uh, what do you say, like without uh, 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 any disturbances, uh, without any like demotivation. The whole idea is to like improve as much as possible, filtering out the noise in the space and ship, ship the product uh, to what actually the market needs. So this is definitely a very good time to focus on the market gaps and then try filling out those with your products. Uh, so definitely good teams, good products coming out of the bear market will succeed in the future. And uh, this points uh, uh, to the, this again, like takes us to the uh, vision of the founder itself. itself. So teams that focus on fundamentals, product market fit, who are targeting like actual real world use cases will be able to like make the most out of it. And uh, as we'll mention projects, which were like just doing JPEGs and raising like millions of dollars. These are the ones which will not be able to like, uh, even like uh, uh, remain there till the next cycle. So probably 90, 95% of the projects that you're seeing right now will not even exist anymore. Uh, but definitely for the new projects to come out, it's a very good time to focus on building and then shine in the next cycle. And this happens both not only in Web3, but we have seen this uh, in a history in Web2 as well. That's how it works. Then one thing I would like to also focus on is like uh, uh, emphasize is that uh, for our projects also that we've incubated in-house, we've seen that uh, during the base cycles, like founders go through a whole lot of different challenges. It gets difficult to uh, fundraise. It gets like difficult to fundraise at a higher valuation. But what we have observed is like there are a lot of like uh, tier one investors out there who, who still invest during the bear market, right? And uh, they actually then focus. It's it, like that race stops. And people actually focus on like fundamentals. People actually focus on good founders uh, and like good products. So definitely for the ones who have who are in it for the long term, they have like nothing to be worried about. And I would uh, uh, say they should actually like rather make the most most out of this time that they have 
when they can filter out the noise when they can just focus on building otherwise during the bull market it's very difficult to like ship product uh you are just uh, in that rat race and ultimately you lose you lose like sight sight of the track uh so yeah as i meant starting like better that it may make the most out of it yeah and i agree a lot a lot with with cart with what cartic said um uh i think that in the in the bull market there's a lot of noise um it's very hard to to focus and, and figure out which products are doing what and then also you know which technologies are available to you to achieve your goals um in the bear market things become a lot more quiet it becomes a lot of focus um and to to weigh your options because you don't feel this like constant pressure to build 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 um so i think that that's like a major advantage um so for example you know when when these new technologies like sapphire comes out the people that are building right now you know they'll be the first to see them um they'll be able to leverage those technologies uh play with them get experience using them and integrate them into their their applications and so um as as these builders are are, are trying to build their product if they're focused during this this, this bear market they'll have um an enor- enormous amount of um uh, like first mover advantage over those who who are only focusing when when things are hot. Um, so, yeah, I think that projects will uh, projects. Um, how to say this? Uh, I mean, projects that that are building right now are, are going to be the ones that are are the most focused and have the, the largest advantage over other moving forward. Um, not not to mention also that they're also showing to their communities that they are like resilient. And that they are focused, and that they're they're not going anywhere. And as I think in crypto, we see that there's um, a lot large emphasis put on community. So um, that that's a large advantage to have as well. Yeah, thank you guys for that. That's a really good uh, perspective. Uh, I completely agree. Um, yeah, I believe that uh, that basically focus on the fundamentals and solving finding the f- product market fit would um, would definitely uh, stay even um, through the bear market. So um, thank you everyone for joining again. And um, so before we move on to the Q&A session, I just want to repeat again about the secret code that Cardi mentioned earlier. So um, if you guys are interested in getting feedbacks from Alpha team, uh, check out our website uh, to apply for the Alpha Incubate application form. And don't forget to submit the secret code, which is OSSXAVD in the referral section. And also uh, for listeners, uh, check out uh, Sapphire um, OSS network website as well and check out their Sapphire hackathon. This is a really good opportunity for you. Uh, follow their Twitter account as well at OSS protocols to stay updated. So anyone who has question, uh, please request to be a speaker now. And yeah. Okay. Um. So so we'll be here for a few minutes, and uh, if you have any questions, feel free to request to be a speaker anytime, and then I'll invite you to become speaker. You to, if you guys have any questions regarding a uh, Sapphire Hackathon, anything on OSS Network, all the incubation program. Okay, we have one. Uh... Hey, I have a question for for Alpha Winchadow. 
Okay. Hey, cool. So, uh, I'm looking to to uh, research more on your project and uh, maybe invest in in Alpha Venture DAO too. Um, tell me more about what Alpha Venture DAO is doing right now, and uh, is it good for investment? Thank you. Yeah, uh, let, let me take that. Uh, so basically for us, uh, uh, not sure if you were there in the starting. So for Alpha Venture DAO, we have two different arms, build and incubate. As part of the build arm, we have like 50 plus uh, strong in-house team and we are constantly uh, building innovative products. When we started during the DeFi summer, we launched our flagship product, Alpha Homora, which achieved like 1.8 billion plus in deal just within four months of launch. Uh, and we are experimenting with a few more products in-house even right now. We just recently we launched uh, an NFT marketplace for artists. Uh, it was a soft launch. So the idea is to like uh, continue building those in-house products uh, to contribute to the Web3 space. And then on the incubation side, we incubate uh, external projects. So these are, we are mainly on the lookout for solid founders who have a long-term vision and are trying to build a product to tackle real-world use cases. Uh, so for that, the process is very simple. People can just go to our website, check out the Alpha Incubate section and apply via simple application form. The applications are open till November 27 and the batch itself will run from January to March and it's like on a first come first serve basis. So the pro the process itself is on a rolling basis and we are send extending out the uh, uh, acceptance uh, starting now. So that's what we are doing as Alpha Venture DAO in terms of investment, no financial advice, uh, but just research on your own fundamentals. And if you feel it's a good project, you can like check out our token Alpha and buy it on the open market. All right, thank you. Thank you, Zepsister, for your question. Uh, uh, Defy King, you can ask your question now. Uh, Defy King, are you still there? Okay, um, I guess uh, if we don't have any more questions, uh, we can wrap it up now. If uh, any of you guys have any questions, feel free to come comment in our Twitter account, uh, reach out to us, and we'll get all your answers, uh, questions answered. Thank you, everyone, for joining. We hope you have thank a great you. time. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you, Kardik. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much yeah, for having us. Yeah, thanks so much. I uh, hope to see you guys uh join the Oasis community and hopefully our, our Discord and other socials. Uh, and if you have any questions, yeah, please reach out. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Cheers.
create uh, external projects. So these are, we are mainly on the lookout for solid founders who have a long-term vision and are trying to build a product to tackle real-world use cases. Uh, so for that, the process is very simple. People can just go to our website, check out the Alpha Intubate section and apply via simple application form. The applications are open in November 27 and the batch itself will run from January to March and it's like on a first come first serve basis. So the pro the process itself is on a rolling basis and we are send extending out the uh, uh, acceptance uh, starting now. So that's what we are doing as Alpha Venture DAO in terms of investment, no financial advice, uh, but just research on your own fundamentals. And if you feel it's a good project, you can like check out our token Alpha and buy it on the open market.